0: Plus-minus. Oh, Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit. Plus-minus. That is a word right there. <laughs> <laughs> <I remember> <laughs> what'd <laughs> you say? What'd <laughs> <laughs> you say? <laughs> plus-minus. Yeah, like Marcus Thompson. Marcus always tell the truth. Plus-minus. The only thing that I would say to Ethan Strauss is that he's a pretty damn good reporter. Um, he's well plus minus.
1: I think he got the highest plus-minus in a season in the NBA history. Hello and welcome back to the Warriors All Eighty Two podcast that I've allowed to uh, become also the Warriors Plus Minus. Marcus Thompson has now—I did one week of replacement hosting and he's just shoveled it all on me. It's a heavy responsibility, Slater.
0: Man, dude, I'm just—I'm just trying to keep smart you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> get you ready.
1: Hey, the thing I've enjoyed most about our pre-podcast conversation is there's a lot less bubble pessimism this week, it seems. And maybe, this, <laughs> maybe this kicks it to Ethan Strauss, but I actually think it sounds like it's going a little bit better than a lot of people thought it was.
2: Yeah, it's going okay, I think. You've got, what, two positive tests of all the tests that they've done? And- hold, hold, hold on, hold what? on.
0: You've been the one, like, basically can- cancel this thing, it's never going to work. You, know, you don't get to you don't get to politely say yeah it's actually going well. Well, no, I never said cancel, and
2: I don't I don't get entrenched in this way. I just want to call the facts as I see them. I don't want to dig in and say I am just as pessimistic as I was last week when I get information that is more on the positive, pardon the pun, side of things. So yeah, I'm not going to deny that. I'm not rooting for any outcome other than success. So there is this interesting thing where you've got the positive test for Harden and Westbrook, but this is the potential advantage. You increase the risk by having such a long tournament like the NBA has, where you can potentially get positive tests and those can be spread to other people the longer the time frame you have. But the advantage of it is, by the time you're done with that eight game regular season and the whole lead up, If you've got positive tests outside the bubble like with harden and westbrook by the time you're really rolling you can get those guys back inside the bubble so it's interesting i think a lot of it's going to come down to are those bubble walls sturdy, right? Or are you going to have people actually uh, going back and Recon forth?
3: Holmes, Recon Holmes uh, crossing over the line.
2: Yeah, Recon Holmes and uh, that situation. So how that's enforced and how successful it is, I think will tell the tale. He's wavering, he's wavering, he's, he's wavering.
1: That was kind of the two things I remember we brought up last week was, yes, they have a massive lead up to where, you know, all the stars in the league could get a positive test right now. And as long as like they're not you know, feeling after effects of it a few weeks from now, they could, back by the time the playoffs start basically i mean the playoffs are just a long way away still and then the money Uh, i think you know they just put a large amount of money into it i initially heard it was over 100 million i heard 70 right somebody reported it i think at exactly 170 i can't remember who reported that but you know i'm getting text messages from people with all the screenshots of all these like you know they're monitoring this they have this gadget and you know this is the email that gets that shows me this this and this and it's just quite clear the amount of time and effort in 113 remember it was like a 113 page document they sent out to people of like all the stuff they were doing the precautions that seems to have impressed the people who are there even players coaches people with high standards for something like this it seems to have impressed the people
3: here's my question through all this do we know how many NBA personnel are there monitoring all this how many league executives league staffers are like is tim frank in the bubble the head communications guy i mean do they have a whole host of nba people in this bubble do we know this
1: they have a lot of staffers i have people
3: in the bubble yeah the nba has people in the bubble i don't know how many though it's not up to the teams to monitor it's like up to the i would assume it's up to the nba to like decide like where the boundaries are who's i mean i I would hope the nba has got a firm on it and this is why it's costing so much but i just haven't seen that presence you know in these nba bubble life videos i haven't seen nba people walking around maybe they're there and the players just don't choose to show them but i would think they'd want to replicate the nba power structure which means putting nba people doesn't mean adam silver there but uh, yeah tim frank and various other
1: High Adam Silver like
0: better show up to the bubble.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's going in. I hear he's, I he's... tier 2. I hear he's tier 2 okay. where he's going to be able to go in and out kind of like, you know, the tier 2 journalist doesn't necessarily have to get tested but can't go up and talk to players, can't go up and talk to people inside the bubble.
0: He needs to be in the bubble with them, you know, he needs to be the general. <laughs> on the ship like yo if it go down he go down too
3: he's gonna be like in the sixth row of every game and be the, the, the clapping and yelling. and he'd be the one crowd member
2: marcus you make it sound like they're gonna get such a bad infection that we're just gonna all leave them in there away from us i'm just saying to- adam silver you're you're, you're so secure how about you do it right it's gonna be like the simpsons movie where they're all just left inside that it's like the mayor <laughs> saying our water is clean like all right here's a cup buddy
0: take a sip <laughs>
3: We can put Ted Cruz in there and Ron DeSantis. Yeah, yeah, yep. put them in there, get that bubble,
1: yeah. I think what's becoming clear, though, is that, you know, you could make a, definitely make an argument that the bubble is safer than the outside world. I mean, we had 20-something NBA players in the last month or so that have tested positive in the real world. So it's not like the bubble is any less safe from the virus. Most people would argue it's more safe now the morality aspect of taking all the tests and all that is a different conversation, but I just, I don't feel like it's an unsafe environment.
2: Yeah. That's the thing. I don't really, I'm not killing the NBA over that. It's not the NBA's responsibility to make sure that the rest of the country has available tests. That is the responsibility of the United States government. At least that's how I see it. Some people disagree. I get it. I don't think I've ever been accused of being an NBA suck up. I don't see how that is the responsibility of a sports league.
3: I also don't think it's a zero sum equation. I don't think 500 tests for the NBA means it's 500 that could have been handed over to people somewhere else very easily. Yeah, the total's a total, but I don't think it's, okay, now there's this incredible shortage somewhere else. There's an incredible shortage other places because there's a shortage, because those places just haven't gotten the test. And the fact that the MLB, I know there's there's outcry about that, NHL, All the other these places are going to be testing. NBA bubble, NFL is going to be an immense amount of testing. We're talking, you know, 80 players per team. You know, going to be starting training camp, testing regularly. Let's just say, if they weren't having these tests, I don't think we would not see a shortage all around the country in the places we're seeing shortages. I don't think that's the reason there's shortages. So, I get the symbolic discussion. I don't think it's one equals the other. I, I really don't believe that. Uh, it's not practical if you just look at, think of the numbers. The NBA has just been able to get them, and the, the MLB, and I'm sure the NFL will be too. They're able to get them in, in a world where other places haven't been able to get them, and that's a governmental flaw, as, as Ethan pointed out, not not the sports flaw.
2: Yeah, and we might learn something from how these leagues go about it too. Some might scoff at it, but this is a bit of a Petri dish, pardon the pun. It's a bit of a A lab experiment, (laughs) a lab experiment of how you're going to do this and then you can scale it up. So and what
3: what happens if there's a rash of positives within the bubble? That's the issue. You know,
0: I think there's a part of us that. We don't know what it means to actually even have Corona. Like wh- what happens if you get COVID-19? We don't know what that means for you in five years. There's so much we don't know. They see too many of each other getting it, recovering, and then they're fine. I I just don't know if they have the same fear. I, some of them do clearly, right? Some of them do, but it's clearly not enough for them not to play. I think they're seeing guys get it, announce it, recover. They're probably talking to them like, yo, I feel fine. and kind of expect that to be their situation if they do get it
1: yeah i think the larger concern for a lot of people my age people maybe even your guys age athletes for sure is not like oh if i get it i'm gonna be you know down for the count for four weeks with concern about my life it's more what if i hand it to a family member who gets really sick or a security guard in the bubble even or or you know a coach yeah yeah exactly and doing it without knowing i'm doing it because of the asymptomatic nature of this that that's what's crazy it's like i could probably be you know if i'm a player i'm thinking man i just played 25 minutes with it you know remember donovan mitchell had it he was playing that thunder game you know what i mean like he was ready to probably score 25 on the thunder that night and he had it so it's that's what's kind of crazy about it you could test negative one day and then
3: they've had this and then test positive two days later well Were you positive the day before, too? Were you positive just, you know, like the timing of this within a bubble where you're playing almost every day, every other day, and you're around each other? I mean, they're all, you know, they're all going fishing together, right? They're all strolling around the campus together. When is somebody going to be infectious? When are they not? Uh, We don't know that yet. And yeah, you're right. We might learn a lot from this, actually. And you don't want NBA players as guinea pigs. And I'm sure they don't want to be thought of as guinea pigs. But this is part of what you sign up for when, when you're doing this. It's uh, better and, than college players. <laughs> you know, college player, I mean, you know, we forget, talk about what that's going to be. That's already getting out of hand. And the students haven't even arrived to campus yet. And, and, and who knows if they ever will. That is a scary situation. Yeah, I think the NBA is a little more controlled. And, you know, I mean, guys are getting hurt in practice. Rondo's hurting his hand or whatever he hurt. And he's like, okay, he'll be back for August 20th. Ethan's talked about it. The length of this is is actually some benefit to it. He's out six to eight weeks. They think he can be back for the second round. So that's the length of this thing it feels like longer than the baseball season is and that's an entire season they're going to try to cram into it and the nba is like okay the, that first round's coming up in like a month it's like is it yeah even, we yeah, good yeah, huh? the, the, this the is first like rounds in a, yeah the, the, the play-in is in a month from now this the, is like the exactly. all-star
0: break is what it is it's like we the end of the all-star break
3: you know what's interesting how how tight is
0: the kind of medical area in the bubble like the treatment that feels like that would have to be incredibly tight, you know, consider...
1: Wait, you mean, like, if somebody's, like, legitimately sick with it?
0: No, if somebody... Yeah, if somebody's hurt, you get hurt, you, you know, you get injured, like, you can't
3: social distance. Yeah, non-COVID, yeah. Well, they're not social distancing that much in the bubble, right? They're practicing, and they're they're going out. I efficient. know
1: if you test positive, they, like, take you to a different place off, completely off campus. So I don't think it's, like you know, you've sprained an ankle, you go into the hospital and you're next to like three players who have it. And like, you you know what I mean? You're not like intermingling. I'll ask you
3: guys, you guys are seeing the videos from the writers who are in there. We all have different situations. I'm just pulling yourself out of that. Like if you could have gone, if the Warriors were in this, would you have wanted to go? Do you think there's something to tell the story out there? Uh, I
2: would have wanted to go. Yeah. I would have wanted to go. My wife would, would hate it. Yeah, let's Um, pull that part out of it. I'm just saying, like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, if it's... There are no other considerations. Yeah, because it's it's a story. It's unprecedented. And something novel, it gives you something to write. You're always looking for something new. And... There are a lot of possibilities. If this goes a few different directions, you could maybe even write a book about it just because it's so unusual. Oh, here we go. That's what I know, knowing That's you what and I'm Marcus, you're probably both time. already... You, you both already got book deals on this. Who
3: knows? <laughs> the I mean, only issue
0: guys... I had was the... Potentially 90 days, but if the Warriors win,
1: I wouldn't have to worry about that
3: (laughs) (laughs) They go on that run kind of come on now Well, like
1: let's say this was transposed to last season which was like such a fascinating Warriors playoffs or let's say, you know The Warriors are basically the Lakers or the Bucks or the Clippers essentially right now Like if you covered one of those teams, would you want to be there? Yes If I was a Bucks writer, I'd be like yeah, this is huge for the. This is not only fascinating from a just human You know test standpoint of what's going on in the bubble and this unprecedented nature, but also so like, what happens with the Bucks is kind of important, right, for the future of the Bucks. So, yeah, I'd want to be
0: there. And this is so unique. Like we haven't ever seen anything like this before, and there's some potential for it to be riveting, right? Like, what what is what is the NBA when you strip away all the pomp and circumstance, and it's just the best players like playing, and that's it. Like there's something a little bit riveting about these dudes in an AAU setting and playing because. There's just nothing else to do, and they just care. And it's not because of whatever 10 million other reasons. Like, if this thing gets down to LeBron and Giannis for the final in the bubble, like, people are going to watch every second because that's riveting.
3: It's history. It's history. And plus, they're not getting on planes and going to hotels and it being, you know, all by themselves. Like, they're in, on a campus. And again, we don't know exactly what the— interchanges are going to be but they're kind of all together and so you lose a playoff game and then you're just going you're around and your practice is going to be around the same other guys and everything's going to be i just think kind of magnified that way just because there aren't everyone's not running to an airport like warriors win a big playoff game we're running on it getting to an airport and flying and a day and taking a day off and then the next day there's practice it's this is going to be i think much more build up of everybody's around everybody i mean whether they see each other or not we don't know but i i've got a feeling look at some of those videos they're gonna yeah they're gonna see each other yeah they're gonna you know, be, you'll uh,
1: see yeah. videos in like yeah. donovan mitchell and kyle kuzma are like walking around like hanging exactly. out together that's so that's I, I'm, unique that's yes unique. it's gonna be really interesting once we get deep into like a series a big series the lakers clippers west finals and suddenly you know there's what you know i don't know if the emotion will be at the highest where the where there'll be like a shoving match mr negativity
2: is saying uh, good good stuff in the first few days but let's slow our roll let's see <laughs> let's see about it let's see
3: or it could be an incredible debacle exactly that'd be something to write about too if you're not caught up in the debacle
2: if the titanic sinks it's also something that's interesting
1: it is but let okay let's live briefly in this world where this actually works out for them i'm just saying let's say there's like a big game four where there's like a shoving match you know late in the fourth or something like that and you, i mean we've all been there we've all covered these series that get very thorny by the middle to late part of the series and then they're all going back to the same hotel and chilling together like this that could be interesting like the potential videos of like mantras harold just stormed out of uh the lobby here at the coronado springs like i don't know <laughs> if this is pulled off to the point I mean, even if there's roadblocks along the way, if they legitimately have a three months, you know, regular season into the playoffs, there's gonna be a lot of really just like unique stuff coming out
3: of it. I mean, I think we all were looking forward to that Warriors, that potential Warriors game without the crowd, remember? I mean, they were set up to do it. They had a press conference on how they were gonna do it. I think we're all were intrigued by that. Like, this is gonna be different. Like, where are we sitting? Where are they gonna be? What's our access? And now, this is going to be three months of this. Just take out all other things. If there was a chance to do this, I, I would want to be around it. It just seems interesting. Now, maybe week 11, you're not thinking that, or whatever the hell we're talking That's about.
2: No That's the real problem, right? <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> like,
3: hold like on. Like, for the first couple of weeks, it should sure, sure, sure seem interesting.
2: I was picturing the uh, the the brass at the athletic is listening to this and they're going well. Funny you should mention it that we just <laughs> got these plane tickets and we just got approval. So and they're, gonna all them, like, ah, they're gonna be like, like, hey, I mean-
0: <laughs> we actually asked a couple of you <laughs> and you said you didn't want to go. Now you're saying you want to go. What?
3: For the purposes of this podcast, it's all entertainment. It's all history. This is it's for the purposes. For the record, athletic
0: uh, hierarchy, who's listening? We wanted to go, but. Tim did say take out all the circumstances yeah.
3: <laughs> just in case you're listening all right hey yeah. you know i got and I gotta... by the way the warriors are not in it we're also saying if the warriors were in it and that's the primary oh you know it's not like slater with the lakers he can just go join another team but uh i mean we all just can't be that good just hop in on the scene
1: we can cover 30 teams from our couch you that's know, true so. that's also true that's pick also a team true. boys <laughs>
2: I want those Phoenix Suns. The 100-1 Thunder, Slater. Your Thunder. That's the one I'm curious about. Take him. I like that. It's going to be fun if it happens. Who's the sleeper for this? Like, who could really I come said, out I of said this? I like,
3: last week, I like Boston, I like sleeper? Boston Celtics. I mean, a I mean, again, we all don't know how it's going to work, but I like Brad Stevens in, in a weird setup and a bunch of playmakers who probably are motivated. Again, I don't know, but I kind of like that. Get yourself into a series and figure it out and then just, Keep going. I, I kind of like that team. That I kind of said it yesterday last week, and I'm really on it now. They'll probably go out in the first round now because we just don't know. We don't know how this is all going to work out. What the motivations are, but I kind of like that team. I just think I think that's I would go with a hot team getting hot with a good coach, and I like the Boston Celtics.
2: What about Skinny Jokic? I'm not on Denver. I thought I saw that picture of him, and I thought, "Huh, I see uh, Chris Stapp's Porzingis has really got into shape." wait, wait a second. I'm not sure that's good for Jokic. Like I know. Carter is that Lee's his like, game, though? Yeah. yeah is no, that his game? Not. I think uh, it's knows? good. To, I think it's good to shed weight. I think about Kevin Love having once been a little bit hefty and then becoming an MVP candidate that year. He really got skinny. I I think it's good. There was like bet a balance,
1: though. Like I almost chubbier Kevin Love was like better than current Kevin Love in some ways. He was getting like 15 boards. And
0: also, it didn't happen like over three weeks,
3: right? He's like, "Yo, he's lost a bunch of weight now." He's I,
0: it's ready to probably
1: better for him long term. But
3: yeah, we're saying like for when he shows up for a game is that what do we know i i, I don't know what he's going to be like i like the nuggets as an entity but who's making the shots at the end jamal murray I, yeah, yeah i, it's a, I, I don't it's know a bit tough yeah. it's a bit tough
0: i was just going to say miami miami's very intriguing in this setup it's, it'll be about this this might come down to just sheer toughness and
1: They're like Uh, militaristic approach. You know they're gonna be ready. Yeah,
0: you know it. You know they're gonna be a problem, and if you're not ready to face this team, you're going down because they're
3: And and A good coach. Again a good coach. You know, I think good coaching is really gonna be at play in this. I really do. I mean always is, but
2: this specifically. I like the Brooklyn Nets just kidding.
3: Hey, can you sign with another team in a bubble? I think we're going to see future teams being formed uh, in the bubble. By the way, we're, I mean, if they can get together over like a FIBA tournament, can you? But I'm wondering, kind of like, thing? if Brooklyn's out, right,
0: and now a team needs a player, can they can they no. sign somebody in the bubble? No, no is there no, no
3: injury exemptions? <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. If you're if you're signed with a team at a certain date, you can't. So we've already prepared. passed the March 1 deadline, right? Where you yes, can't pick up yes. another. <laughs> Probably p- past March 1 is when you passed it. So, uh, all these guys being signed were not signed on a March 1, so
1: I think the Rockets it's, it hasn't been, you know, the the greatest start, bumpy start for the Rockets. But they just like I already thought this season they were going to be just dangerous in the playoffs because they have a whole bunch of dudes that are kind of on their last legs of their prime that have sniffed nearing a title before westbrook's been there harden obviously and pretty much that whole rocket's core has been so close against the warriors the last couple of years and just like their unique style of play i do think the motivation will be there for them in the bubble i, I think there's a lot of teams that i think are going to be okay getting eliminated because it means they can just leave orlando so i think the select view that i do see motivation to like just kind of get themselves a ring even if we won't all take it as serious. So that makes, you know, Houston, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. I think they're
2: I'd I, I put a bet down on the Houston antibodies. I, I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm with it. I think. The I, herd immunity. Yeah, the herd immunity. rockets. I, yeah, I, I might write this for a gambling column, but I think you go with veterans. I think veterans are going to benefit. They're going to have less wear and tear. They can leverage their knowledge over some of the young guys. So I, I like going veteran. However, you're going with your dark horse bets.
3: I'm a little worried. I'm not sure how this will break, but like at some point, there's going to be distraction or guys who just want to get out. They'll get bored, you know. They'll they'll get stir crazy, and that's going to hit a roster or two or three in the middle of the playoffs. So it's like down 2-0, zero, can't stop this guy. Forget about it. And then you know a chance to come back will will be out the window. Anybody down three one, maybe they're done. It just it feels like this is going to like the momentum, but just harder to break it up because you don't have the flights. You don't have, you know, the, the practice at your own site and you kind of regather and you kind of get back with your family and you figure it out. That's not going to happen in this thing. So and I don't know what teams that will affect the most, but it's going to affect some teams. I, I really believe that
0: most of our listeners are in the bay. You know, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose. Yeah, you know, we got got the bay on lock on this Warriors podcast. So I'm going to give you a special invitation. Here's what we're going to do at Warriors Plus Minus. We're going to allow you to promote your business on the best Warriors podcast there is. Okay, actually, we're going to invite you. We're going to encourage you. We're going to ask you to come advertise with us. And let me tell you why it makes sense. We have listeners who are in your area. They are loyal and engaged just like you. And it just makes perfect sense. Feel free to holler at us. Send us your business ad. We got you. We'll put it on the show. So all you have to do is go to www.theathletic.com slash podcast ads. www.theathletic.com slash podcast ads. There you can fill out a very simple form and we'll get back to you right away. www.theathletic.com podcastads podcast ads and start promoting your business on the best Warriors podcast there is and let the Bay know where you are.
1: You don't have the swings of a series where, like, the favorite goes up 2-0, but then it's like, oh, uh-oh, you got to go to Utah, though. You got to go win in Salt Lake. It's like, no, it's like you just go back to the same court, and uh, we beat you here the other day, we'll beat you here again. Exactly. It might
3: get... Little monotonous that way, it's like right. I mean, like it's going to be the same environment, it's the same thing. You're going to lose, and then you're going to go back. You're going to lose. There will be some of that, I think. Where it's yeah, you can't. It just puts a time.
0: premium on talent. Yeah, if you got yep. the most talented team, you should be all right.
3: So where are they playing? What what arena are they? Are they all playing the same there's arena? Thre- I- no, there's three different. Okay.
1: There's three different uh, arenas. Like two, I think, are set up for national TV, and then the other one is sounds like it's more. It's like the third on the. Uh, are they real arenas, arenas or what, what are they? Oh, one of my, you know, I think somewhat I I'm very curious of what the setup is like I mentioned last week with the TBT. I liked how they put the curtains down so you couldn't see the empty bleachers. I would like them to make it more theater like where you only really see the court and maybe, you know, just kind to of make just, it
0: dark and shine a light just put a spotlight on the court Everything is Yeah, Staples yeah, Staples Center like, right?
1: Don't they have uh,
0: ESPN has a one arena and TNT has, TNT the, has, the, other. has the other Probably and- NBA TV has a third.
1: If this happens, and again, I am also understanding Ethan's very skeptical of this all going down, but if this goes down as scheduled, like there's just gonna be a lot of national TV games all day, every day. Like all eight of the Lakers seeding games are on either you ESPN know, or TNT. That like,
2: could be cool. That could yeah. be really cool. There's like that three PM games in midweek.
1: Fire. It's it's
3: it's cool. If the Warriors were in this, let's say they were in it, like Steph didn't get hurt, so they're the seventh seed. What would they have been like? Would they have been a scattered team? Would they have been a super focused team? You wouldn't would want they... to see this team in this. Yeah.
1: No, no, because Klay Thompson, I think, would yeah. be a part of it. You would.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't want to see this team in this. You wouldn't want to play them? No, nah, you wouldn't want to play them. They've won three championships. They've been to five finals. I feel like this is going to be a series about mental toughness. You're going to have to endure like, this is a battle of attrition if there ever were one, uh, and not just physically. Like, I was talking to uh, Al Harrington about this for a piece I'm doing. He's like, you know, the the most difficult thing to do in basketball is deal with a loss. You're going to have to lose and then go to your hotel room, right? And there's no family because, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to no sit reset. there and eat that. You never get to escape it. You're going to have to be of a different makeup to survive like
1: Clippers uh, are we talking Clippers here with Patrick Beverly yeah no
0: I mean I think those teams are already like I don't know if you could be that good without this but yeah I mean if you start talking that's why I kind of yeah I'm not buying the Rockets that much they seem like a team that can get emotionally out of control and you just kind of got to be poised and there's a Kawhi element that you kind of got to have to this, you know, Jimmy Butler, like I'm not going to be like deterred from this. Like, and you know, Steph's got that. Clay's got that. If the Warriors were in this, they would be a team that will be tough just because they're just going to have a championship gear. We'll see how many teams have that. That's why I think there might be a sleeper team. There might be a team that we're, we're not even expecting. That's just going to be like, yeah, we're, we're just mentally tougher
3: it might be you know this is slightly different but there, i think it's going to be a little bit of ncaa tournament feel to it where like just somebody gets hot and just because and this series not not one and done but like somebody's just gonna get hot and start going through people and it's not who you're gonna think it's gonna be maybe not both sides of the bracket but i'm gonna bet one of the sides that it's not gonna be milwaukee versus the lakers i just don't i mean other than there's the two best players in the league but I just think there's going to be some of that where things get topsy turvy, and it's going to stay that way, and it's not going to be able to get regathered down to one and figure it out, and get. It's just I guess it's happening too fast. There's just art that breaks in the game, uh, and I th- yeah I do think somebody can go on a hot run, and I'm just trying to think who it's going to be. We're probably all wrong. I'm going with Portland. Let's go,
0: Dame. <laughs> it's Dame.
3: He's gonna hit like five <laughs> game winners.
1: He's going to have to first get to the eighth seed and then beat yep. the Lakers. Yeah, captain. I know, right, <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: And yeah God
3: knows the, I love Dame, but. uh and, There's and they, no they, way they show, Yeah, they showed their mental toughness by getting swept by the yeah, Warriors without no Kevin way, Durant. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Another uh, issue for them, do we know who their uh, starting small forward is? And only available wing. That would be Carmelo Anthony. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. They don't have Even any wings. Skinny. Tre- Trevor Ariza <laughs> opted out, and they were already very like wing-deprived. Yeah, there's going to be some teams... That they,
0: should the they, should. <laughs> they should allow trades in the
3: bubble. They should. They should allow trades in the bubble. Warriors trade Michael Mulder to the Portland Trailblazers for undisclosed uh, compensation later. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be stuff like that where it's just like, what the hell is this team doing? Oh, they don't have this guy, this guy, this guy, and that guy. I mean, look at the Lakers already down two wings. Now, they've signed a bunch of guys, but they haven't even started playing yet. So, you know, what if they lose two more guys? That that could be really weird, and then then I don't know. Like, is there Dion some waiters, Dion is there Waiters? Some, yeah, I mean, it's going to be Dion Waiters, and it's going to be you know Contavious Caldwell Pope to try to close out games for them at some point, which would be very strange. The circumstances are are we don't know, unpredictable, and, and somebody's going to be the beneficiary of that that we're not expecting, and and I'm just trying to think who it's going to be. Oklahoma City, that's who Ethan says. Go, let's go with them. Miami, baby, let's go. I'm going with the Heat.
1: I got two Warriors topics for you guys. Do you want to start them now? Marcus, you uh, talked to Marquise Chris. I haven't, you know, I, the story's not out yet. I don't. think. Really? Yeah, wow. Ooh, I did ooh, talk
0: ooh. to Marquise Chris, but why? Why you got to put me on a deadline though? <laughs> I, I was trying to. I, no, i will just playing.
1: <laughs> well, we're looking for we're looking for Warriors content on this Warriors podcast. Um, tell me a little bit about it. What? What? Uh, I mean, I don't want to
0: force you into an angle. Uh, so, um, Marquise Chris, he openly dared the Warriors to draft James Wiseman. He said. If they draft him, I will embarrass that pick. Now he didn't say that. Let me. <laughs> wow. So, whoa. I, yeah, that's a, whoa, whoa, that, whoa. that that Tim, you already have that article. <laughs> that come from? Tim's like, what? Nah, no. He's uh He's in San Francisco. He did talk about like his journey and how he feels better than he's ever felt. This is a a brand new off season. Like, and even though, right? You know, the Warriors might draft a center, they might pick up a center or something. He's he's still feeling as good as ever. We talked about his process for maturity and how he's grown from a guy who used to be a hothead and considered a low basketball IQ into this guy now. So he and Steph talk a lot, which was I thought was interesting, he said. Yeah, it was, it was more of a thinker, you know, just getting into his head a little bit, seeing how he got to this point where he's so comfortable and feeling so good about himself.
3: The more I think about this, I was on Wiseman early for this. I just thought he probably had the biggest upside, but is he going to be better than Marquise chris and that seems silly to say but from what we saw from chris was a lot like you know he, he can do some things that fit with his team doesn't demand shots can defend the rim moderately and if he's as good as he was last season or better i don't know that they need to draft a drafted center i mean they can fit pieces
1: around that you know they could get a better center they need a big center he's only six nine he got tossed around by the stephen adams and Jokic's of the world last year they need a big,
3: I guess so. But can you? I'm not saying to, it doesn't else? have to be yeah. in the draft. It, yeah, you can yeah, get a vet to center. be a
1: top five. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying you have to draft a center, but you do need a bigger, like Zaza, Z- You know when they brought Zaza in, type dude. Like, hey, they still have go. Zaza. He's yeah,
2: true. <laughs> whatever
3: he is. Again, if Weissman is is an incredible talent, which I was thinking to begin with, I was thinking, okay, you don't need Marquise, Chris. You you go with the higher talent at this point now. Though man. I want this guy who could be an all star, and I don't know that Wiseman's going to be an all star. And one of those wings, plus Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, Marquise Chris, and then you get another center maybe that's the way to go and and i'm off of wiseman now Uh, and and a lot of it's because i think Marquise chris is a pretty good player and he's still was he 23 you know he's still he's so young
1: the only issue i have for chris is his contract situation he's only going to make the absolute bare minimum next year and if he does you know it's either he plays like a minimum player and yeah you can get him back but he didn't develop or he really kind of blossoms and then he's out of your price range and he's gone they just have no control over him into the future so to me if you think wiseman's the best player in the draft and is going to be an all-star you take him but I'm not sure many people do think that anymore
2: it's so hard to know they're operating on such a dearth of information if we had seen a full season of Wiseman at the college level then it'd be one thing but there was only one game against a real team against Oregon and, and he got. Which I tried to watch. Early.
3: Yeah, which I tried to watch, and of course he's two fouls in the first five minutes and gone for the rest of the half. It so irritates me about gone fouls. for the rest of the yeah.
1: you know year. Ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> two yeah. Years.
3: ridiculous.
2: For gone for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah,
1: he was two fouls Facts. off of the year.
2: General strategy: If I'm the Warriors, is just hold your nose and take your pick because I don't think people value this draft, and maybe deal the twenty twenty one pick just because that's the one GMs are salivating over and you don't have time to wait for that development given the age of the core. So that's suboptimal perhaps as a situation, but that's that that's my path. For the Warriors, I'd go the other way. I bet a lot. I'd, yeah, I deal. I deal this one and select
0: the next one because these guys are getting old. <laughs> you gotta start preparing. <laughs> yeah,
1: we talked about it a little last week, though. The only issue I have is like I just I could see the Wolves. Like I said last week, like being the twelfth worst team, eleventh worst team. Best. I go the other way. Like, I've I've
2: more concerned with them protecting the pick.
1: <laughs> I don't believe in the wolves. That's like what that. I'm saying. It's almost like a tight <laughs> window where you almost need it to land at four, five, six, seven for it to be as valuable as it seems like. But if it's above that or if it's below that, you either don't get it or you just don't get the value you thought you were getting.
2: You're almost trying to get an inside straight. I'm telling you, that seven to twelve window, the Warriors do pretty well. that's that's their draft a couple times yeah yeah, a couple times they've done very well i mean look i i think the seventh pick in 2021 has more value than the number one pick in 2020 if you pull gms right now
3: but you know you also want somebody who can play with them this year when steph's 32 instead of when he's 33 you know it's it becomes it, it starts to become a, a dwindling resource there uh but yeah you're right you you want to start for the next era you, you don't want to go in there with a bunch of 30 year olds and all of a sudden you're done and you know you gotta you're at the bottom for three years well they've already done one year at the bottom and Wiggins is part of that, and whoever else. I, I just think they want some twenty-year-olds. You don't necessarily need some teenagers. I agree with Slater. I don't think you're gonna get value with this year's pick. You take to try to get, you try to hit with it. You try to like, we're smart. We're gonna get somebody who's gonna be worth it. As I, I need y'all to sometimes. stop he, acting like there are no wings, man. Y'all, y'all, come on. Everyone didn't know that Shea Gill just Alexander was gonna be a guy. He was like the twelfth pick, whatever he was, and he and the Clippers traded to get him. And he became a guy, and they use him as a big piece to get Paul George. That's what they need to do. They need to be smart and pick the guy who can get them to the next guy.
0: No, I mean the Warriors have wings. They don't need a wing. They got a who star got. wing. Who they got? The one Joe Lacob told me
2: is, uh, you know, the future. Andrew Wiggins. Well, they're paying him for it. They're pay- they're paying him to be whatever Wiggins is. Notwithstanding, you just in the NBA, wings are king. You just you need more. You always need more. You always need more, unless you're the Clippers. The
1: Warriors didn't go, well, we got Iguodala. We don't really need Durant. Or we got Durant now. We don't need Iguodala. And they had Livingston, and they had on and on and on. Are you guys ready for my target of the week? uh, I feel like we need some sound imaging. Yeah, I'm not sure how this one's going to go over. Michael Carter-Williams. On the minimum. Is he still uh, they, in the league? Did he yes. play this year? Yeah, he was good on the Magic. Like, he was re- really good by the end of the year. The last game before it froze, he scored 20, hit like three threes. Anyways, we'll see how he plays in Orlando. You know, he's going to be part of this restart. But let me uh, give you the pitch. Point guard is, uh, I would say, an underrated place of need for the Warriors. They really only have Steph Curry. You have Steve Kerr telling our David Aldridge that he wants to, you know, limit Steph's minutes and usage next year. Jordan Poole is who at this point you would consider the backup point guard and that is not who you want to necessarily rely upon if you think you're a contender. You're going to want to get some type of veteran option in there the market is terrible there are other point guards yes i would think the warriors would love to get like a chris dunn as a restrictive free agent but that's just not going to happen you just can't pay what's necessary um so of the veterans i'm looking at the dj augustine types and too small carter williams i i know he was rookie of the year then he fell off a cliff but the three-point shot is not looking as dreadful as it once did and he does a lot of Warriors type, Livingston type stuff. And I he's think long. if you really, he's w- definitely long. You know? Hey, if you want to feel old, uh, Michael Carter
2: Williams is twenty eight years old. How did that happen? I think he was an old rookie. I think he was at least in his early 20s as a rookie. Yeah, 22. He is a Myers-like player. I yeah, don't dispute he, that. He's not a Steve yeah. Kerr player.
3: Not, not, <laughs> yeah, not a Steve Kerr player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some. It's a little bit, but yeah, doesn't he doesn't shoot. He can pass yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Nah, he, he's a ball-dominant guard. He's, he's not, not, he's not an Ethan dominant, Strauss player. Oh, come say. on. Remember when he's used, he used, he used, he used to giving Steph all kind of problems because they couldn't guard him off the dribble? back when it was the Warriors were on that run like he was a problem I would say
1: this and I I can completely understand why you guys have not seen him this year because he's on the Orlando Magic and nobody watches them he is a different player he's a bench player now for the Magic He, he plays very differently than he did when he thought he was like rookie of the year Michael Carter Williams he's a different player he's a one two for them or is he a one he comes off the bench. He, sometimes they play him with Fultz. Like, the the, Magics, the Magic have a really weird lineup combinations where, like, you know, you think he can't shoot. He's playing next to Markel Fultz, and they got all these long wings also who can't really shoot. But they defend, and that's the thing. He can defend. He's, like... That to me is a pretty good bench option to maybe put next to like a Clay Thompson. I don't know. I'm yeah, trying I mean, to think talking, of a yeah, minimum yeah, yeah, point guard. Exactly, yeah,
3: you were talking about a minimum. That's you know, it's that's not a bad. That's a bad name. As you a, no, year. he's not bad. No,
2: he's, I respect he's, it. I respect he's ta- what Clay he's, he's trying, trying to do. He's a talented
3: player. He's a talented player.
0: I, if he I got don't talent, want. You
2: should be able to use it. Career true shooting forty seven point five percent. I just don't. Okay, then I, spend
0: I, money on players who can shoot.
2: Yeah, in addition. That's where I'm at.
0: Oh, in addition. No, I'm saying, uh, yeah, like you can't you can't pay a dude a you know a
3: minimum and expect him to have everything, right? Like, yeah, and, and, and basically we're talking it. about Kai Bowman's roster spot here, so it's not it's not like a huge huge amount of talent that you need if the cost is right. And and now I'm gonna watch him. I didn't even know he was on the Magic. So I hey
1: just... hey Tim, you're gonna be editing a story later that's mm-hmm. gonna have a few uh, clips in it. So you can... okay, good. I'm good. gonna make I'll, my pitch. I'll study up. I'll study up with everybody. I was making my initial pitch to you. Now I have to write it today.
3: <laughs> I, I I think it's you know former rookie of the years. So there's some sexiness to that, so I have no mind. No, no. Problem I just remember like
0: him talking one. trash to the Warriors. And remember when uh, they were twenty four and zero and they lost to the Bucks, and he was.
3: He was he made a couple of shots right at the end of that yeah, game. yeah he
0: was right, big right. he yeah. was big and i and I, I just remember them being a little irritated by they got it so mad but about but it. yeah they got really mad about it but that's one of the things where if he's on the team they'll be like oh yeah i like that you know yeah. I, oh yeah, that, yeah. Fired. they'll, they'll Fired. love Fired. that yeah. part
3: about yeah, him. it competitive competitive yeah. was like a big game of course a big game I will bring up one topic to closest if anyone has much to say. It is the topic du jour in the NBA. We have the agent Wojnarowski email to the senator, what, Colley, whatever his name was. Josh Holly of Missouri. Hawley. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get into anything personal here, but did it strike anybody as particularly symbolic of anything? What does it speak to that this was a thing where an email from an ESPN reporter to a senator becomes a national talking point for, for days? I'm watching House of Cards, so Ethan's got me
2: all like waiting for the subpoenas to come down. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think I, don't I think mean, that. Holly said it's a great idea. I'd, really, I really i i can't predict what Josh Holly's going to do exactly, but I don't see much downside from his perspective. I, I, last time I checked, there's not a. An NBA team in the state of Missouri, so no skin off his nose. They have to find reason to do it,
3: but anyway, I, I know it's a, it's American politics. There's not a lot of reason for a lot of things that go on, but I, I already told Ethan on I said on Slack there will not they, Adam Silver will not be
1: subpoenaed before the Senate. That's you don't think he's going to get his Mark Zuckerberg Mark McGuire moment? Yeah, I mean, for if what, they did it to what baseball, what? for
2: what? Nah, yeah, for what, it's, it's, for what law? I think yeah. it's very simple. It's that China poses a security risk to the United States, which is one of the reasons why politicians are looking to ban TikTok. And so it's going to be a matter of we want to see what your communications are with the government of China. We want to know what you're talking about with them. We want to know what their agenda okay, is. I, I, I'm not I saying that's, that that's the most is. relevant topic in the world right now. I'm just saying that they do have enough pretext to have this particular event and get Adam Silver nervously drinking the glass of water like Mark Zuckerberg did. I don't know if he's going to do it. I just know that he's already indicated that he thinks it's a great idea. And I just don't see much downside from... His perspective, at
1: least from the perspective Sanders. of Josh Hawley. Sanders, Oh, yeah. What?
0: This will help his. Oh man, he's yeah, a yeah.
1: star, this, right? This, this is this, this is, is already his most him. important moment. I'd never yeah. heard his name before this. Yeah. I'm not saying he wasn't popular, but I just the, the, the NBA
3: has, has a sensitive spot here. There's no question about that. I mean, this this is why the reaction was the, the way it was. They speak, you know, certainly speak out on social issues, which are, we all applaud and we all understand. And then the right hits him with, "Okay, what about China?" And that 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 is a issue. Now we I think we can understand the practical parts of this, but that is something that the NBA is a little bit has a little bit of exposure to. Especially now, right, where they really can't afford to, in that relationship, oh, to lose a China and to lose a China market too. They, yeah, they, they mean, need yeah. that.
2: And they they yeah. really need that entanglement right now. Entangle- <laughs> entanglement is the word of the week as well. It's <laughs> a good word. It's uh, a good word. Uh, I think I just I've been saying it for a while. And let's just take morality out of it and talk about it in pure practical terms. I think the NBA has a serious problem when it comes to this. They are trying to stand on two rafts that are moving in opposite directions, and I'm not sure how sustainable that is. I said in the preseason that this was a problem for them uh, vis-a-vis TV ratings, and a lot of friends and colleagues, more so in private than in public, argued against it and said, you think people care about this? You think people actually care about the NBA's association with China? I don't know if they care significantly but it's become part of their brand you know if you listen to steve jobs old speeches on how important important it is for uh major companies to have a brand and to evoke a sense of something to people the nba's issue is when they are most prominently featured in the news it's now them in china and that's something that maybe wouldn't be such a big deal Except you've got the issue of China's never been less popular in the United States. Um, The polling data suggests that. You've got uh, popularity in the 20s. They're increasingly viewed as a hostile foreign power. Now, I've got other friends and colleagues who make the point why does the NBA got get punished for this when other corporations are making money off almost of
1: every major American corporation? And,
2: and there's there's a reason for this one significant reason, and that is the NBA keeps talking about it. They have branded themselves as pro China. These other corporations, they do their business in China. They make their widgets in the factory. They don't wear it on their chest and brag about their association with China, knowing that the American public feel a little uneasy about it. The NBA did this other thing, this other weird thing of thinking that the American consumer really wants to give them a pat on the head for how well they are doing overseas in China. Wasn't much of an issue for them, didn't really hurt them until right now, the current moment with everything that has followed, the trade war, uh, the pandemic, it's become a big issue for them. So that's how I see it. I think it's a significant issue for them. I don't know how they solve it. But you have to wonder if one day they've got to do with the Chinese government what they did with Donald Sterling.
3: Yeah, I mean there's a lot more money involved in, in, in that in that situation. The interesting
2: part is from where it comes, right? This
0: uh it's coming from both sides. I could envision the NBA being of a mindset that business will matter over you know, nation and corporations will matter over nation. And, uh, you know, I can see that happening. But, you know, and maybe you thought the quote unquote liberal left would be attacking them about rocking with a company with human rights violations. But now they're getting it, you know, from both sides, right? Like now this
2: has become the China. Biden's ads are hitting Donald Trump on not being tough on China enough. I mean, the NBA has somehow in 2020, and it's very hard to do. They have found themselves on the other side of a bipartisan issue. That's hard to do. And I do think that we have a little bit of bubble mentality to use another phrase du jour in the NBA media where we can't see this thing that is obvious. This thing is hurting the NBA domestically. It is a part of the declining popularity recently. And I feel as though the NBA has almost been too cynical, thinking, oh, yeah, you know, nobody will care. It's fine. You know, all these other companies do business. You know, sports are a little bit different. Sports need to be in sports. In order to be a business, people need to think that they're more than a business. And there are attachments to the provincial, to the nation uh, that is part of sports. And so I just think the NBA has been playing a dangerous game with this. And it's not been working out well for them. And I understand it. I'm not trying to be too judgmental. I know that in the 90s, when they embarked on this journey, there was a reasonable expectation that China would open up and liberalize um, and it would all be great. But it's gone the other way. And it doesn't look like it's really headed to any different place anytime soon.
1: One thing I would say is the NBA needs a interesting playoffs that finish. If people want to say that's a distraction and this isn't a time where we need distraction from the real life issues, that's probably true. But as a business, the NBA considering remember, even before the fruit season froze, this was considered a horrendous season for the NBA. Ratings-wise, what happened in preseason with Maury in China, which really kind of you know sparked what Ethan's talking about. But if they could wow you know, I don't even know if the MLB is going to be, you know, we'll see how that goes. I don't know if the NFL season is going to happen. It doesn't look like college is heading in a good direction. If the NBA can pull off this bubble with a good, interesting TV product all the way through, that would be
3: huge for them. And then be able to get through that and then get into an off season and try to get set. Right, Like this is regular now. We're back, we're back online. We'll, we'll see. But It'll be good to see if they if they have games. I think we just want to see games. Everybody just wants to see games. I want to see LeBron. I want to see LeBron play basketball. I want to see Giannis play basketball. And then we'll see how how the protocols are set up and if they can keep everybody healthy. No 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 doubt about it.
1: Guess what, fellows? I have to hop we off to go on, on a Lakers podcast. You are so. Lakers once again Forum man. Clu- yeah. Forum Club. Everyone subscribe if you want to hear about playoff basketball. You know, Is that the Or
3: year? the Orm Club or the Forum Club? Forum
1: Forum <laughs> Forum with Orm. Forum. Hey, hey Slater, can I- <laughs> Can I just
0: can I just say right now publicly and you know in front of the world, it's been great working with you. Uh, I just I hope
3: I really hope you do
0: remember me. You know, I hope I, when I bump into you, uh, I hope you don't just be like, oh, I think I kind of remember you. I hope you actually remember me. But it's, it's been it's been a great ride from.
1: He's forgetting you right now. It's, it's, a, it's, it's been awesome. it's been a great ride from from Bay Area News Group. You know, on on up. Well, one last time, Marcus, why don't you take us out then? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he's he's leaving. Slater's leaving. That's oh, all. all is doing. I'll be on Slater. next week, bro. Slater, hey, come man. out come out
2: play some golf with me also. Uh, off topic. But yeah. Wow. Just, just wow. Wow. Because out. he's a Laker writer now, Ethan wants to hang with him. That's <laughs> oh wow. wow. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I,
3: get these I do Laker hey, tips. Off, I want the scoop. TK is is gonna be back to me and you. It's yeah. like, hey, it's so like I'll start way. It's we okay, get yeah, right back. Although by the way, we can pub up you and Ethan got a whole new podcast going on, so why don't you go ahead and just with, yeah, what's, what's the purpose of that one? What are you doing with that
2: one? The purpose is to have very contrived arguments uh, that people know. Oh, we are really the BS- world's lacking that. Really and, missing that. And undermines that and undermines the credibility of the company. And we're trying to do it, you know, in such a way that it still remains entertaining. I think that is the that is the agenda uh, so far. What's the name of this? What's the <laughs> species? Points of this contention. Thing? Oh boy. Point oh, of contention. Point of contention. I will start every sentence with point of contention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do the skip bayless thing. Of I used to think I should have done that. To be honest. I used to think that the NBA bubble was going to be a disaster. Slater, that's one of your time, time saw, to go. And he's then I already. saw he's gone already. <laughs> he's on point number two with arm
3: already. So. <laughs> All right, we're what, out of what here. What about Where's this Rondo place? injury? How, how are they going to deal with this? Oh, wait a <laughs> minute. Sorry, that's the other pocket so like We're out of here. This is a this is great piece.